when I see pictures, I don't, I just feel like I haven't seen my grandma in a very long time. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's weird. Like, I'm like, damn, I, I'm going to see her just like not anytime soon. You know, the song that immediately hit me, like every single day I was listening to, and it's cliche, it's See You Again. You know, it's, it's been a long day without you, my friend. Uh, and I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. And I think about that every day. I'm like, damn, you know, if she was here, what would I want to tell her? What conversation would I want to have? For you, what would that be? Honestly, like, she was such a chismosa. Like, she would, she loved to gossip. Like, she would always be talking about La Vecina this. She'd always be talking about, like, oh, she's, like, her baby daddy's not with her no more. You know, so, like, we have so many cousins who, like, have gotten pregnant like we would, I would honestly just catch her up on all the family drama because so much has happened. This is Sad Boy Radio. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Sad Boy Radio. I'm your host, Matt. Today, I got one of my close friends on. Uh, not an artist, but, you know, it's something different, and it's a very personal topic we're going to talk about today, something that I really think everybody's going to be able to relate to, most people at least. So go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi guys, my name's Isa. I'm gonna be a teacher. Um, I'm in my last year of college. And yeah, Matt's a homie. So today we're gonna go ahead and talk about loss. I know it's a very difficult topic that not a lot of people talk about. And especially with this, we've never even talked about it. Uh, which is why when I wrote the outline, guys, I wrote this outline like forever and a half ago. I wrote it back, I wrote it six months ago. And I wrote this specific outline for somebody else. And I was just thinking at the time because my grandma had recently passed away. Uh, her birthday was coming up. So I was like, let me release an episode for her once her birthday comes up. Uh, but once I had the outline finished, I was like, man, who better to have on here than Isa, who I had seen you posting shit like, oh, you know, it's tough. It's still tough, you know. So for you, talk about uh, your mom, obviously. You know, what, what what was she like, for one? And two, you know, yeah. What was she like? Um, Honestly, my mom had, like, balls, dude. Like, she was the toughest, literally, like, the, the coolest person ever. Um, she grew up in Chicago and Pilsen in, like, the 90s. So this bitch was, you know, she went to Juarez. <clears throat> She married my dad pretty young, like they were young as fuck. My dad fucking lied to my mom. He was a minor when they started dating and my mom was older. And he was like, yeah, I'm like only two years younger than you. And my mom was like, oh, word bet. Um, and then she went to his birthday party and he was turning um, 18. And my mom was four years older than him. And she was like, she brought him a cake with, his, with like his candles and shit. And my grandma was like, that's the wrong age. And she was like, what do you mean? Like, is he a year younger? And she was like, no, he's four years younger than that. And she was like, oh, what the fuck? But they ended up getting married and yeah. Um, I don't know, what's she like? It's it's so weird, like after a while you're like, damn, what, what was this person like? Mm -hmm. I don't know. So how many years has it been? Um, 18, 19, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, when that happened, you know, what was that process like for you? And how do you feel you've grown since then? So it wasn't like she like just like died all random. Like she had cancer and she had had cancer for four years already. Um, and it was stage four from the beginning. But she got better. Um, 
she was in remission for like a couple months and then it came back really bad and we were all like you know like damn like she beat this like we're good um and then it got worse and then eventually it was like she only has six months to live so it was like like she didn't even tell us she didn't say like oh yeah it's six months she wasn't like we have a I have a year like she just didn't say anything so when we found out like we were like damn she didn't tell us it's only six months mm-hmm. um but we would like go out more we'd be like we'd do stuff we never did like we'd go to like Florida we'd go to like Wisconsin we'd go to like these like nice ass restaurants and me and my sisters were kind of like what the fuck like why are we going to all these nice places because we're not like rich or nothing you know like we're from like west side so yeah i'm from the hood hood. and um like there's empty lots on her block and they shoot dice on the corner (laughs) they fucking don't matt's been there one time and he swears he knows but it was like not that we were expecting it but we had been like kind of you know like there's not much time left so like just just do what you can to make the time you have left i feel like I don't even want to compare, you know, I don't even want to try to relate my situation to yours because it's so different, Um, especially when it comes to a parent. You know, you grow up with them being your biggest supporter. You grow up with them being the person that you lean on and rely on. And once you lose that, it's like I could never imagine at the moment, you know, and I don't ever want to have to, like, imagine that moment. Right. Um, My mom, she says all the time she's like, man, it it's hard seeing older people now because it's like that should be my mom you know like she's not here with me but everybody else has their parents though and it's just like one of those situations uh when i wrote this outline what was heavy on my mind was the song visiting hours by ed sheeran he had just come out with the song because he was dropping a new album so in the song visiting hours ed sheeran says i wish that heaven had visiting hours and i would ask them if i could take you home but I know what they'd say, that it's for the best. So I would live life the way you taught me. And everyone I love will know exactly who you are. I think about, you know, all the little memories that I have with my grandma. And, like, she, my favorite thing that she would always tell me is, like, when I'd be like, what's up, grandma? How you feeling? And she's like, oh, I'm still kicking. And that just really made me think, you know, for all the bullshit that everybody goes through, everybody's always complaining like fuck i'm tired like bro if i came home and told my grandma i'm tired she'd be like what are you tired of (laughs) i'm like i'm tired of being tired and she's like hey you got no reason to be tired you're young being able to live life with those lessons that people who aren't here anymore have taught you it's one of those things that people take for granted and you know being able to have those lessons it's like man i'm gonna live life and teach my kids about this i'm gonna live life and teach you know i'm a I'm a substitute teacher, so I'm going to teach other kids, like, those morals that she fucking taught me. Even if you fucking, like, those kids hate me, I'm like, listen, you got to just respect people, bro. That's my main thing is, like, respect your elders because that's what I was always taught. For you, what was one of those lessons? Damn, honestly, my mom was, like, she was, like, the head of the household. She was, like, like the... Like, she would, like, like what's it called? A mandilon. Like, my dad would be, like, a mandilon. You know, my mom would be, like, you do this, you do that. But she was in charge of everything. And she would always tell me, you know, like, no, no te dejes. Like, don't let yourself. And, like, specifically, like, talking about guys. Like, like you, like, you make sure that you're the one, that, like, who's calling shots. Like, don't 
don't let yourself be like pushed around or like like don't be dumb about like the boys that you like let into your life and I remember um the boyfriend that I had at the time she like was super cool right cool with them but she always told me she was like don't like don't fall in love too fast like don't don't ha- like don't start your life with someone else too fast like start your life first and I think that was like what I take to like today like start I have to start my life first I have to make sure that like I got me first and then I can worry about everybody else um and I honestly I think she like told me that because she started her life really young and she never really got to do the things that she wanted to do for you you know knowing who she was what do you think something that she wanted to do that she was never able to uh she wanted to be a chef that was like she loved to cook like the last couple of months of her life she was like in this cooking program and she didn't graduate she didn't make it to graduate so when we got there to like the graduation because they they had it in her in her memory in her honor and like a whole bunch of like the chefs like the head chefs would like come up to us and be like your mom was like fucking amazing like you know she she could have she could have gone places she could have made it and there was nothing more she wanted than to just like open her own like little bakery and like you know start start her shit she was throwing down yeah she she makes some good ass um cake though you good yeah i'm good sad boys for real or what it's hard talking about this stuff no i feel you i appreciate you coming on and talking about it because at the time you know like i told you i didn't feel like anybody could really relate nor did i have somebody that was like you know that had gone through something like it you know because a lot of people are afraid to talk about stuff like that and i don't i don't necessarily like i can't be like i don't know why but it's like i feel like that's the beauty of being able to talk about it right being able to remember the people who made such an impact on you who for years were like your everything you know Uh, especially when you lived with that person it's like their presence isn't there anymore i can't even say that because i feel like their presence is always there it's just like you know the person's not there when i see pictures i don't i just feel like i haven't seen my grandma in a very long time you know what i'm saying like it's weird like i'm like damn i'm gonna see her just like not anytime soon you know the song that immediately hit me like every single day i was listening to and it's cliche it's see you again you know it's, it's been a long day without you my friend uh and i'll tell you all about it when i see you again and i think about that every day i'm like damn you know if she was here what would i want to tell her what conversation would i want to have for you what would that be damn i need a you know a minute will you repeat the question again when it comes to conversations that you wish you could have with your mom what would you want to mention to her? No, it's honestly so hard to think about that because it's been, what, like four years of my life? What are the big moments? What do you feel like? Because obviously, you know, you're one of the few people that knew her best. What do you feel like she would want to hear? Honestly, like, she was such a chismosa. Like, she would, she loved to gossip. Like, she would always be talking about La Vecina this. She'd always be talking about, like, oh, she's, like, her baby daddy's not with her no more. You know, so like we have so many cousins who like have gotten pregnant. Like we would, I would honestly just catch her up on all the family drama because so much has happened. Um, I'd probably like tell her. So my dad, um, his girlfriend, they had a baby together a couple 
like a year ago already, like two years ago. Damn. Um, and I'd probably just tell her like, like what what the ladies like, cause I remember her telling me she was like, um, like if you do get a stepmom, like make sure she's not a she's not a bitch. Like if if she is, like you and your sisters could definitely gang up on her. And I was like, you're right, we probably could, cause all of us are bitches, you know. Like me and my sisters, we're honestly kind of scary, and I feel like Diego can attest to that. Honestly, I would just catch her up on all the drama and all the gossip, and then my graduation. So. She didn't make it for high school, and then she wasn't there. Obviously, she's not going to be here when I graduate. Um, so I just be like, you know, I I did it. I made it. Mm-hmm. So that note that she left you, I seen that you know you posted that. If you want to share like a little piece from it, that really is like significant to you. So it was maybe like two months before um, she passed away. Um, I like went to Catholic school, so there's like this like super secret like retreat that we go on, and um, like the parents write you letters, and obviously like we don't know about it until they start reading your letter out loud, um, and they didn't read my mom, so I was like, damn, my mom didn't write me a letter, bogus. Um, but then I got to my room and like they didn't read it because it was like five pages long, and she was like just talking about how. Um, how crazy, how strong I've been. She said she wasn't gonna cry. I've never talked to anybody like, like in like depth. Like nobody's asked me this, like these type of questions. Maybe my sisters will just be like, damn, like what would you think about this? What would you think if she was still here? But like, it's, it's weird with them. But like talking about it with someone else, I don't think I've ever um, had anyone ask me any stuff like this so it's hard it's personal uh it it's super personal and i remember i don't know we just like never ever talked about it and even though i'd see i'd be like damn i should probably not ask her about that you know what i'm saying um i think you did though a couple of times i think you're like the only like one of my only friends who would ever swipe up and be like oh like like happy birthday to your moms or like I remember one time you were like asked me just all random you were like how'd your mom die i didn't ask you that yeah you did was i fucked up i don't know but i remember <laughs> just telling i remember i was like oh she died of cancer and you were like oh that sounds like damn. a conversation fucked up me would have it was on it was on snapchat too and i was like oh then i wasn't random. fucked up i'm not a, i don't remember that because i always wondered i was like you know not to be like nosy and shit but i always did wonder i'm like you know um especially cancers man the way the way that it takes over it's fucking crazy um when i you know when it came to my grandma it was like one weekend she was fine the next weekend like she couldn't move and it was like she could barely walk but her stubborn ass like wanted to get out of bed and walk on her own and they're like you can't walk on your own like it's not gonna happen um but yeah especially with her it was may sometime in may maybe the end of april and they were like oh she's got like a week left fucking took like another month or some shit and you know my mom was staying with my aunt like all her siblings were staying with my aunt because that's where my grandma was and like every day my mom wouldn't be there and i'm like oh it's just another normal day like you know basically at this point in my head my grandma was gone you know because i hadn't seen her in like a month 
time was just going by and once it finally happened it was like you know we had kept talking about it me and my family were like once it happens my mom's like i don't know if i'm gonna be sad or relieved at this point because it's like you know it's been going on for so long and once it happened like that's when it hit that's when it was like damn it's like a reality i remember i had walked out of my room and was talking to my mom and i just started crying like for real like started crying and i'm like bro like what's wrong with me you know uh it was just it one just of the hits all fucking random like and i hadn't cried at all like i i don't cry and that i cried once and i was like all right i'm good you know um I think that, you know, showing your emotion is really important and being able to, like I said, talk about it, being able to, you know, cry about it. You know, everybody cries. It's a normal reaction. It's just how you go about it. And, you know, who you shouldn't even give a fuck who judges you because it's like, bro, like you go through the same shit I went through. Tell me you don't feel the same way. You know what I'm saying? I remember like after like she died, I remember I was like so like. Like, anybody else who would, like, be like, oh, my God, my dog died or, like, this is kind of bogus or, like, my tia died or this, I'd be like, like, why are you sad for? Like, you're lucky you still have your parents, you know? And then, like, I remember, like, a couple years after, I was like, damn, that's cold-hearted of me to think, like, just because this happened to me doesn't mean, like, other people don't have, like, like, feelings. Like, it's not like, yeah, you can't compare situations, but, like, now, like, like talking to you, like... Even before that, like, I was just always so, um, like, sympathetic now. Like, okay, mm-hmm. like, I feel like I'm at a, at a place where I can be, like, you know, yeah, it hurts right now, but, like, it's going to hurt. It's still going to hurt, but you're going to get used to it. What about you? What would you tell your grandma if she was here? If, like, you had her right in front of you, what would you, like, talk to her about? You know, I'm so proud of the year I've had. Um like that's why when we hit one year for this it's really gonna feel like damn look at everything i've done so being able to talk to her about every single thing that i've done this year she would always ask me about that one girl that i was going back and forth with for three years and she'd be like are you still talking to her i'm like nah and then i'd start talking to her again she's like are you talking to her i'm like yeah (laughs) so being able to tell her, like, nah, it's been, like, a year, you know? Talking about the podcast and, you know, just everything I've done, like, I've learned how to video edit. I've learned how to, you know, have conversations and continue to these conversations outside of the platform. And then just all the people I've met, you know? Um, originally in this outline, I did mention, like, all the homies I've made throughout, you know, since then. And, man, last summer... You just change so much. Every fucking season, every month, you're fucking changing your mindset, the people around you. It's different. And being able to talk to her about, like, what I've learned, you know, just continuously growing, it's it's different, man. Uh, I know that's not really, like, a straightforward answer because there's just so much that has happened. I think that the one moment I wish she did get to see was my graduation because she was always at every single graduation like my kindergarten graduation my eighth grade graduation my high school graduation like she was at every single one of them and i don't have a grandpa on that side well i do but i don't know who he is right Mm -hmm. and so like 
if I only had three tickets to a graduation, it was my parents and then my grandma. Like, she, it didn't matter. Like, three were reserved because that was basically, like, another parent. Like, you you, you got to be there. Like, something's wrong. So, uh, yeah, definitely it's being able to talk to her about, like, all that shit. Man, when I said, you know, it's been a long day and I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. Like, I got goosebumps saying that shit. I got goosebumps again saying that shit. In the little moments, you know, the moments that we take for granted, I wish I could definitely hear her say, you know, I'm still kicking, like, one more time, because, and my mom always does it, you know, because she had an accent, too, so she she couldn't even speak English, like, properly and shit. Yeah, she used to say that she was from the universe, because people would ask her, like, where she's from, right? And she hated when people asked her where she's from, because she hated, like, you know, she she was Mexican, but she didn't like people, like, labeling her as like oh you're mexican so you can't do this shit you know or like she had eight kids and was raising them by herself so like she didn't want people to be like oh you're just another basic mexican you know what i'm saying no offense to all the mexicans out there (laughs) but hey stereotypes you know like that's how people think in this world and it's fucked up but my grandma was just so strong that she did it all by herself and she didn't want to label like specifically based on her race or ethnicity you know i want to hear what you got to say though you know what questions you got for me because i feel like you know those experiences are just so relatable that i can't fucking think of everything for everyone you know it's been more time for me obviously it's been like a while and i've had a lot to like reflect on to like think about like I have younger siblings so obviously like um sometimes I have to step in you know like we don't have uh like a mother figure like that because our grandmas are pretty old already and like they're 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 they got their own battles and it was my sister's quince this Saturday and um obviously my mom wasn't there to like walk her down um or like to be like putting the crown on her so me and my sister um She's the second oldest. Um, we kind of had to step in and been like, you know, like here, like, like we're we're here for anything for you. Like obviously we can't, we can't be there in the same way that our mom was there. But I think it's been the hardest on like my younger siblings to like try to navigate or like, like not having the mo- like a mom there to be like, oh, like let me make you some food when you're sad, you know, like um, here, like let me put like bandages on your on your cuts. And it's like, it's tough growing up like that. So I think it's harder for my younger siblings. But like, how do you think your grandma's um, death impacted your siblings? Honestly, I never really think about it. I'm definitely like, and it's going to sound bad, you know, I'm like a selfish person. I live in my own world all the time where I'm always on the go. My grandma basically raised my first sister. Uh, She would always be at my grandma's house, like sleep over there all the time when she was little. And it that's why that's why I feel like there was such a disconnect between my brother, me, and her. Because me and my brother were always together, and so we were close. But we were never with her, so, like, when she tried to join in on activities, like, we'd be like, nah, get out of here, fuck. Um, and that's what I always tell my youngest sibling now, my youngest sister. I'm like, you know, you got the best of it because, well, not the best, because my mom works now. My mom raised us. But... All the bad shit that me and my siblings did to each other, we don't do it to her. Like, we've learned from that, and we're nice to her. But, yeah, my my first sister, I think that it definitely has been a challenge because my grandma lived with us. So, like, 
if we wanted food or we wanted like someone to go talk to it's like oh i'll go downstairs let me go talk to her real quick Mm -hmm. when everything first happened i was on the phone with somebody i was like damn i got no grandmas to make me food now (laughs) because that that's what grandmas do man they make you food when yeah when you when you haven't eaten have you eaten nah uh, all right, make you some eggs real quick or some shit. Yeah, it's like the end of the world if you haven't eaten yet. And they're like, you haven't eaten yet? <laughs> they cook you up a whole feast. And you know, it, me talking about it like that, it's like people are going to be like, you miss your grandma because you don't have anyone to cook for you? Like, it's not that, bro. It's like the memory of them cooking for you. Like, the memory of sitting there and having a conversation while they make the food. And then, mm-hmm. you know, they sit down with you and it's like, you never really think that they're going to be gone. Like, in that moment, my grandma would always say, like, oh, you know, I hope I make it to see your graduation. Or I hope I make it to see, uh, what's it called, you get married. Like, shit like that. She's like, I probably won't. And I'm like, what are you saying? Yeah, like, like, why are you telling me all this for? <laughs> and that's why a lot of people in my family, they're like, she probably knew that, you know, she was she had something, that she was sick. Because... By the time that, you know, they finally found it and everything, or at least that we found out, she had stage four. So they're like, she probably knew, you know, there's no way because she would always go to the doctor. She would get regular checkups and everything else. She was healthy. So it was literally just that. And then, like, what was, I guess, what was the hardest part out of everything, like? The hardest part, well, I always say that I wish I was able to talk to her more, like, in her final days, like, final months. Because once we found out, like, all the family was always over, you know, trying to talk to her, spend time with her. And I guess at the time, me and my brother, we had a lot of anger about it. Because my grandma was always the type of person that said, like, you know, I know people are are just going to come by because I'm about to die, you know? Because nobody ever called, like, they called, but nobody ever came by and said, oh, hey, how are you doing, right? They would come by maybe once every couple months. And she was like, I don't need nobody, but it's like, you know. So then we found out she got sick and everybody came out of the woodworks. Like, people I hadn't seen in years Years. fucking come over and they're like, oh are you okay like how are you feeling i'm like bro get the fuck out of my house bro <laughs> like but you know um once it gets closer obviously those are moments that people want to have they want to have that closure definitely the toughest process was just like not being able to have those one-on-ones with her uh even when we did have those one-on-ones with her it was kind of like you're like one foot out the door like what am I supposed to talk to you about you know it's not really a normal conversation anymore it's not like how you feeling what are you up to what are you doing oh what do you got planned today that's a question I have for you is like do you have any regrets like do you wish like you were able to do something with her before or something that you said to her Mm, I don't know I was a kid still I was I was 17 so I was like in my like teen angst, like, like I fucking hate you, like I hate the world, you know, like you're young, so like you don't know anything, and like I'm over here thinking I'm grown, like I'm, like bro, like come on, like let me go out, like, like at that that time, like I wanted to spend as little time with my family as possible, like I just wanted to like you know like go out and like do like do like like hood shit, you do know, hood rat shit. do hood rat shit with my friends, and. 
I think I regret that the most, like being selfish. I think that's that, like, cause I was, cause I was really selfish at the at the end, cause I was like, damn, like I've had to hold it down for like four years already, and I'm tired of this shit. And I remember, like, I had my prom. It was like my prom. Um, I had just um, got back home, and I like go on my mom's bed, and like I'm telling her like. Like, yeah, like, right now I had um, an after party. We had an after party, and she was just, like, so, like, like oh, like how, like, how do you feel? Like, did you drink? Did you, like, do anything? And it was so weird for me to, like, for her to, like, be like this because usually she's, like, I don't want to hear about, like, none of your travesuras or anything like that. And um, it felt so off. Like, something was really off. And she was, like, oh, like, um, like, show me all your pictures. And I was, like, oh, like, I'm tired, like. I'm gonna go to sleep and I'll show them to you tomorrow. And then um, I got all my pictures. We were supposed to go out to Portillo's and eat with the family. And um, it was like getting later and we were gonna go to Portillo's and I was like, oh bet, I'm gonna get some strawberry shortcake cause that was my mom's favorite and it was my favorite. And then my prom pictures had finally come in and I was gonna go into her room to show her and um, I go in and she was like, 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 oh my God. You need a hug? Yeah, I do. Diego, <laughs> come hug her, bro. No, it's okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to cry regardless. Uh, so I go into her room and it's like the whole world was like slow motion. Like she's in her bed, but like her TV's on. And then her eyes are just like, like white. And I was like, oh fuck. Um, I just stopped because it was just me up there right now. And um, I just remember just standing there and I was like, oh fuck, this is not happening like right now. Like I was gonna, I'm about to show her my prom pictures. Like we were about to go eat. Like it was just a normal last day. And then, um, I just I screamed like I don't I had no idea like how to react and I was just like running down the stairs and I'm like she's not moving right now and it took a second for like the the ambulance to get there and like all of my siblings we just went upstairs and like we looked at her and we were like fuck like we knew there like that was it but I think that was the hardest for me because. I found her, and like, how the fuck do you like deal with that? You know, like, you see someone just like they're dead, and then I was just like, after that, it was like so hard to like, like get that image out of your head, and then like, like you, I, I would dream about her, and then like I'd wake up, and it was like losing her all over again. So like those those were like the the first couple months were so hard just like sleeping and you're like everything's normal and you wake up and it's like it's not it's not okay and then after after that day I, like I cried in, in my bed for like I could like I woke up puffy ass eyes um, and then after that day I didn't cry for like a whole year. Like I had no no like feelings, no like emotions like left in me and it was like moments like that where I was like 
damn, I should have, I should have stayed in. I should have, I should have watched the movie with my family instead of going out. I should have talked to my mom more about my life. And I should have asked her more about her life. Like there was so much like she had gone through that I wish I had, I had known about her. And like now, I feel like I barely knew her. Like she was just my mom, but I feel, I wish I had known her like a friend. Yeah, I mean, this some stuff people take to the grave, you know, some stuff that you, you'll never find out. My grandma, when she first found out, like, it was done, it, like, it was a done deal, right? She had got the whole family together and was like, this is what's going to happen, right? And she had mentioned, she's like, you know, I've had a tough life. I've had a hard life. And there's so much that, you know, people always say, like, oh, yeah, her life was so hard or... You know, she had a very tough time with stuff like this. And it's not until you ask those questions, it's like, you know, what happened? You know, why didn't she do this? Why didn't, like, my grandma never dated again from what my mom says. You know, I asked my mom, I was like, you know, did she ever date anybody when you guys were growing up? And she's like, no, like, she was just focused on feeding us and taking care of us. And I never saw some dude, like, some random ass old dude, like, around, right? (laughs) So... It's, uh, it's stuff like that, like, questions that you'll never be able to ask them. Like, why didn't you? Or, you know, do you wish you could have? When you ask people those questions, they're not going to be honest with you most of the time. They're going to be like, ah, whatever, you know? Um, so I feel like being able to have this platform, uh, people really do reveal a lot on here. It's crazy. It's It's crazy what you get people to talk about. And I really love that because it really shows like a person's story and it shows what they've gone through that has made them the person they are. You know, sometimes some of the nicest people are the people who have gone through the most recently, bro. 2021 was like fucking crazy. Like I had three different losses. Right. Uh, We had a close family friend pass away and the son literally the day of he came back to the house like they had, you know, how you have people over after he came back and he he said like this really nice prayer that was, I know that God took my mom today and you know she's up there with him. Um, let's all eat this meal as if she had cooked it and she was here with us. And I was like, bro, I'm like, I'm like, bro, how how sway? How are you talking about this right now? Like positive, so like full of fucking. I don't even know what the word is. It's like, how are you just so like, you know, most people, they're like, why, God? Why did you take my parent? And his belief was so strong that it was like, you know, it was for a purpose. And I'm like, damn, bro, I'm over here wondering what the purpose is myself, you know? So uh, for you to still be so strong and for you to just like have that pure heart, it's like, that's crazy, you know. To me, it's crazy, you know. To some people, it might be like, whatever. But, yeah. Um, I asked you about the regret because I was going to mention, I, n- I don't have any regrets when it comes to my grandma. With my grandma, it was like, no fucking, no choice. My, you know, my gra- my mom made that clear. She's like, if your grandma asks you to do something, that's it. You do it. Uh, so even when I got older, you know, my grandma... Uh, my sister would always get into it with my grandma. Like, she'd be like, 
go clean or you left my place a mess and my sister would be like no i didn't like she would talk back to her i'm like you don't do that (laughs) like don't (laughs) don't do that um but you know my grandma would be like oh you know matthew he always listens he's nice Mm -hmm. you know he does he he might might be mean to you like to my parents he's not mean to me so i don't care my grandma like even if she yelled at me i wouldn't say anything i'd be like all right whatever walk out yeah yeah. take it dip come back what's up grandma how you doing when i walked out this was when, when she was sick already she was like, what'd you say when you walked out? I'm like, nothing. And she's like, I I thought I heard you say fucking grandma. I'm like, no, why would I say that? <laughs> I'm like, bro, I would never say that. My sister would be like, effing Matthew. And I'm like, bro, what? Like, leave me alone, bro. Like, she would say effing. She wouldn't say fucking because she's like 12. So she can't, she can't curse. What is like one of the memories you cherish most? Honestly, <laughs> When, um, say, like, I wanted to go out or, like, I wanted to, like, I don't know, like, go to a friend's house or a sleepover, I'd have to be extra good. I'd have to clean the whole place. And um, one time my mom was, like, like, oh, like, I was, like, oh, hey, can I, like, go out with my friends, like, this day? Like, I promise, like, I'll clean the whole house. Like, I'll do whatever you need me to do. Like, I'll clean the bathtub, like, whatever. Um, and she was, like, oh, you want to go out? Like, yeah, go ahead. And I remember just being, like, what the fuck, like, like, there's no catch, like, you don't want me to do something, and, and she was like, no, like, like, yeah, go ahead, like, ya estás, ya estás grande, and this was already, like, I was a senior, this was, like, towards, like, the end of her, of her life, and I remember just being like, damn, I feel bad, like, I feel bad, like, going out, like, right now, so, um, I remember I, um, she liked eating chongos, and it's, like, this jar, and it's, like, 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 I don't even know what it is. It's, like, this jar of, like, candy, like, something with candy. And I was, like, you know what? I feel bad. Like, I'm not going to go out today. And I remember I got, a, like, a new jar of chongos, opened it for her, and we started watching um, this dumb movie, The Time Traveler's Wife. And we sat down, and it was just me and her, and we just watched the movie, and, like, like, it was just a random night, like, super random. But I remember just me and her just, like, laughing, talking, crying after the movie. I was like, this dumbass movie got me crying. <laughs> and afterwards, we went to her room, and she was telling me about all her boyfriends, about her life, about all the bad shit she did. She was like, yeah, I was with a ganguero one time. And I was like, what the? I, I, was eight, I was 17 years old, and I had no idea my mom was fucking with gangueros. And I remember just that night, I like learned so much about her. And I was like, I don't even feel bad not going to this party. Like, this was, this was so much worth it. But I like, I honestly do wish I had more nights with her, like those. Mm-hmm. Just like, like not planned, just like, just like sitting down and watching a movie. Yeah, I feel you. I don't feel you 100%, <laughs> but I feel you. <laughs> you know, one thing that I find so crazy and I never fucking realized it until, like, you know, you pack someone's shit up. That shit is, like, it's a crazy experience. The song Supermarket Flower is another Ed Sheeran song. This was before he made the other one. He says, I took the supermarket flowers from the windowsill, threw the day-old tea from the cup, packed up the photo album Matthew had made, Memories of a Life That's Been Loved. And thinking about that, it's, like, all the stuff that they left behind, all that shit can literally be packed in a box and sent or packed in a box and stored away. 
the way they left things, it's like you wish you could leave it like that, and you can't. You know, I still have before my when my grandma got sick, I have these jerseys that are too big on me. So I asked her, I was like, "Can you, you know, fix them real quick for me?" And she started fixing it, but she never got around to it because she just got too sick, right? Mm-hmm. I tried putting it on one time. I was going to wear it, and the fucking pins were still in the jersey, <laughs> so I fucking cut myself. <laughs> and I start taking it out, and I'm like, nah. So I just left the pins in there, and the jerseys are just hanging on my fucking, in my room, like, just like that. And I left it like that because I'm like, Man, this is, like, one of the last things she did, you know? Like, she put the pins in there. Like, me taking them out, it's like, man, I'm fucking undoing the last few things she did. It's like, fuck. Um, But I had that conversation with my mom, and I'm like, it's crazy that how someone's life can literally just be packed up in a box. And that's it. That's, like, the last few things you have of them, it's like, they're here. And... I like I've said before I stay where my grandma lived. No, she stayed in our basement. Uh a lot of the things are the same. My sister roasts me. She's like, "Your walls are green." I'm like, "What? Well, why do you think they're green? I didn't choose this." Uh but that's something like my mom wouldn't let me change. Like if I told her I'm like, "Mom, I want to paint this wall." She'd be like, "Nah, it was like that cuz of my mom." And I'd be like, "I can't even." Like we have a table, bro. No lie, we have a table right next to the bathroom with all my grandma's clothes there still, like the shit she left there. So my mom's like, I'm going to clear that. And we're like, we know she doesn't want to. She's just saying she's going to clear it because she we mentioned it. But I'm not going to make my mom clear that shit. Like, she don't want to clear it. I'm not going to make her. What was that process like for you? I'm not going to lie. We, um, we still haven't cleaned out her room. And it's been, what, four? Yeah, four years. Um, what my dad did was... Um, we had a dining dining room. We never, like, touched it. He put all that stuff into storage, and he made that dining room his room. So we just kept my, my mom's, all her stuff is still there. Um, we literally don't, like, we don't touch, we don't touch it. We've tried cleaning some stuff up, but, like, I don't know. It's, like, me and my sisters, we would always joke with my mom when we were little because my mom, like, had so much jewelry. Like, she loved, like, accessorizing and we'd be like, oh, my God, when you die, we're going to keep that. Or, like, I'm going to keep this. And me and my sister would be like, no, fuck you. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna take that necklace. And, like, it came to, like, clearing her stuff. And, like, like we had all her stuff in front of us. And, like, we were just looking at each other. And we were like, no. We just, like, we put it all away. Like, it, we, we joked about it when we were little. And, like, when it came to it, we are like, oh, it's not even worth, like, like looking at her, like, passing out to each other so we were like we'll just do this when we're like 50 years old and like when we're older already mm-hmm. and um some of her clothes like we like we have like I still like I wear some of her like sweaters or like because she she dressed like a mom and I'm gonna be a teacher so I was like damn I'm not gonna go buy a whole new wardrobe I'm because I don't got that kind of money so like I'll just go in and I'll like steal a shirt or like take a sweater um but yeah, we haven't we haven't cleaned out her room yet. My dad literally moved out and made his his room downstairs. Do you guys think you will anytime soon? I don't know. 
we're waiting. My sisters are still young. Like, my sister just turned 15. I feel like when we're all older and we're, we all decide, like, yeah, we can clean it out, the day will just come. But like your mom, like we're always like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna clean it out this summer, and it's been four summers already. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's like, and uh, like I said, the the level of comparison is like no comparison. But like when I saw that shit, like no lie, my, my bad, no lie, my grandma's shit was there. I come home from work and like nothing's there. I'm like what the fuck and there's like this tiny box left with like all her stuff i'm like that's it like everybody took everything and my mom's like yeah i'm like what the fuck you know um yeah i think that that's like that was one of the hardest moments because i was legit just sitting in the room and i'm like well where did it all go i always told people like my grandma would be pissed my hair has died she hated my hair long. Yeah, she hated my piercings. The fact that I got more piercings and the fact that, like, what's it called? I dyed my hair. Like, I speci- I had been wanting to do this, like, since she got sick. And I was like, I'm going to wait, you know? And, yeah, had I done it when she was still alive, she probably would have been like, she probably would have disowned me and not talked to me. <laughs> my mom hated tattoos. My dad, she's such a, she, my dad is full of tattoos. Like, he has a tattoo of her name here. He has a portrait of them here. He has, like, the Virgin Mary, like, right here. And my mom would always be like, you better ne- never get any tattoos. Like, like you're going to go to hell if you get tattoos. Because she was pretty, re- pretty religious. And I remember the first tattoo I got was, like, um, two butterflies. And um, when the day she, uh, the day she died, my sister's godmother, who was her best friend, um, was like, I knew she had died because there was two butterflies that landed right in front of me, and um, they stayed there. Like, she, like, went up, like, she, she tried touching them, and they stayed. And then one left, and one stayed. And she was like, that's us. Like, like that. you just left right now. And I remember, like, at her, um, damn, you might get me right now. <laughs> at her funeral, um, she went up and she said that, and I, I did not have the heart to go up there in front of everyone and talk to them because I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna break down. I'm gonna say something stupid. And she, after she went up there and she told that story, I was like, oh, I need some air. I went outside. And uh, a white butterfly was just, like, following me around. And I was like, there's no fucking way. Like, this is out of a movie right now. And it it kept following me. Like, I went to go sit down, and it followed me. And I got up, and it followed me. And I was like, like, either, like, something's wrong with this butterfly or, like, you know, it's my mom. Um, And from that moment on, I was like, you know what? I don't care what she said. I'm going to get a tattoo, and it's going to be two butterflies. And that's the first tattoo I got. And it's it's right here. I don't know if you can see it. Um, and I know she would beat my ass if she saw it. She would be so mad at me. But um, I wouldn't I wouldn't have wanted any other tattoo, honestly. And now I like tattoos. And now I got my whole back. <laughs> no, I have I have a question. I do have a question for you. Hmm. What's what's advice that you would give yourself? Um, 
while, while you were going through through that? I feel like I followed my heart every single time. So I guess would, it would just be like, not to me, but to whoever is going through that, you know, follow your heart and do what you believe is right, you know, because at the end of the day, you got to live with those decisions, whether you went to see them, whether you didn't, stuff like that. Um, whenever it came to like the little stuff, right? Uh, when it got near the end, I would go almost every single day to see like my grandma. It didn't matter how much she was able to talk, how like out of it she was, I would at least go for like 10 minutes, right? Say, hi, how are you? Dip out. Um, there was only one time, and this was the last day where she was okay, like, accepting visitors. So I'm like, damn. I was here. I was here. Um, and I just kept chilling. Like, I just kept hanging out, like, just chilling. And I'm like, I'll go see her tomorrow. Fucking the next day I go, and they're like, oh, she doesn't want to see anybody anymore. And that was it like that. She didn't want to see anybody at all anymore. Um, definitely just like follow your heart, you know, just follow what you believe is right. That's it, really, because for me, like I said, people were always biased. So it's not like I could be like them, you know, try to talk to her more because I'm not trying to. What am I going to talk to her about? You know, those relationships are so completely different. And the way that my family views me like was so different from how she viewed me because even though she's seen me grow up, she sees that I'm an actual adult now. Whereas when you have extended family, they're like, they're not an adult. They don't pay bills, like shit like that, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah, my grandma was always tough on me. Like she was always like <clears throat> a hard ass on me for no reason. What about for you? What advice would you give yourself? Mm. That was such a long time ago. I can't even remember what it was like I think, honestly, I got really selfish after that, too, because I was, like, you know, like, I did so much. I did my part. I, like, helped raise, like, these kids. And, like, now, like, I'm, I want to live my life. Like, I want to, like, go out and, like, do my own thing. But I think that caused a lot of problems at the, like, right now because, like, I, I'm, like, the, I'm, like, the family member who's, like, like, who doesn't show up to quinces, who, like, like stop going to parties, like, stop going um, to family stuff. And I think it was because of, like, that period where, where I was, like, really selfish um, with my time and with, like, like, how I spent my, like, my Friday nights and stuff. So I think maybe just, I think that it was, like, I, I felt like no one could help me or no one could, like, be there for me but me. But literally everyone was there. Everyone was like, you know, like, if you need anything, we got you. But do you think that people actually mean that? I feel like some people were genuine. But I was like, no, like, if you're not my mom, like, I don't want, like, I don't want your help. I want her help. Mm -hmm. Like, no one could help me through this but, like, her. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's so difficult. I think about it, like, a lot. Just how fast everything's gone, you know? I'm sure you feel it, like, four years. Like, bro, it's coming up on a year. Like, my other grandma was a year ago. And I think back to, like, you know, when I see you again, like, we're going to have, like, a nice-ass conversation, like, be able to talk about everything. Mm -hmm. uh, you know what's the crazy thing is? So after my kindergarten graduation, I had gone to my grandma's house, and she made me an egg sandwich on French bread. 
the day she passed away, I had not had it in forever. I legit made myself an egg sandwich on French bread. And I'm like, well, that's a coincidence, huh? I don't know. It's just, you know, little stuff like that. People always think about when shit like that happens. I know that my mom, I know that her siblings think about her every single day, like that emptiness, because there's such a difference between when it's your mom and when it's your grandma, you know, um, especially all those years being around each other. I did want to ask you one last question. If your mom saw you today, what would you, what do you think she would think? Damn, I was scared you were going to ask that. It's a pretty basic question, but I feel like it's a powerful question. I know she would be proud of me, like, like doing my own thing and, like, like despite what everybody, like, everybody wanted me, wanted me to be, like, a doctor. Everybody wanted me to, like, like be a lawyer. Like, like I get money. And then when I told everyone I was going to be a teacher, they were like, why? Like, why do you want to be a teacher for? My mom was the only one who was, like, like let her like let her do what she wants like at the end of the day like she's going to be the one coming home and she has to live with what like with what she does and i remember like yeah like fuck everyone else like my mom was like always had my back was always in my corner and mm, i think that she would be like surprised with like how i look cuz she hated like like piercings um tattoos and all that stuff but I think she would be proud that I'm I'm going to graduate and that Yeah, I would like to think so. I don't know, it's hard to say. My mom was she was always like all my judgmental. shit. She was judgmental to everybody. Like I know for a fact like she would like like on like my my ex-boyfriend and like with Diego right now, my current boyfriend, she'd be like, Ooh, like she'd probably be like you could do better." She'd be like, "He's weird, right?" Nah, she'd be like, he's a nice kid. <laughs> he is a little weird. No matter what, she'd always be like, just don't marry someone like your dad. And I'd be like... Make it make sense. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, what? But at the end, she was like, yeah, just do whatever makes you happy. And do that. And that's what I'm doing right now. Damn. Sad boys. I don't think I got sad enough for this episode. I yeah. think I made you really sad. Yeah, you did. Yeah. But me, I think that... um. Like I said, the situations are so different, right? And I've processed it so many times. From when I wrote this outline, it was like, damn, I was like, I was a sad boy for real. And now it's like, all right, you know, it's been almost a year. I think about it. And when I wrote that caption on my, you know, when I graduated, like, I meant that shit. Like, bro, like, everything I did... Like, I specifically made it my goal to graduate last year because I was like, man, this shit happened. So I'm like, I got to finish this year. Mm -hmm. So like I said, I really just think about, like, every single thing that's happened since then. And it's crazy because never in a million years would I have thought, like, in a year I'd do that, let alone within the year that, you know, she left. So, yeah that that's it for today i appreciate you coming on uh it was a really dope conversation i appreciate you being so open i know it's obviously not the easiest conversation to have but i feel like a lot of people will be able to watch this and be like damn you know they went through that too you know they their stories are just as powerful as what i may have gone through uh, i think that that was really the 
purpose of this episode and hopefully people connect to it yeah yeah thank you i never really talked to anyone about this feel free to reach out anytime obviously you're the homie but yeah guys that'll be all for sad boy radio i appreciate all of you watching and make sure you like comment and subscribe um definitely a heavy episode i know it was a little awkward at first but you know it'd be like that so peace out This is Sad Boy Radio.